Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. CR 855 AM digital 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. 3CR proudly, on as NADOC Week draws to a close, um, broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and also acknowledge our rainbow elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their huge and unique contributions to diversity on and around the land. I'm Sally Goldner, your host of the show for the next hour. Well, I want to have a ch- um, chat this week, catch up on a couple of things, um, not the least of which is um, marriage equality in Germany, just so I can say the word Bundestag, being the German parliament, could be saying that all day. But I've gone, I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I, well, I'm sorry, what am I saying? I, um, I've got to spend some time on the follow-up to last week's program um, because it's been huge. Um, uh, thank you to everyone who listened, and I suppose there's um, sort of two parts, if you like, um, to uh, that follow-up. I suppose with my 3CR presenter and 3CR sort of representative hat on, um, you know, thank you to all who listened to the show. Since I've had podcast stats, this last week's program is now the second most listened to podcast in over two and a half, around two and a half years, um, coming up for three. Um, the most listened to one is one from the first part of 2015, which has clearly had a head start. Um, so thank you to everyone who listened. I sometimes say to pe- people sometimes, so well, what do you do from noon till one Sunday? And I say, well, I go into a room with lots of equipment and pretend I'm talking to people when there's no one else in the room. Well, Clearly I'm not. People are listening. Seriously, thank you. Thank you to the people who contacted me directly um, to offer some thoughts and feedback. Um, Really appreciate that. A diverse range of views, which I want to talk about. And well, I've got to say at 3CR, I'm going to say sowing the seeds of progress. We're not sowing the seeds of dissent. As Picasso said, well, every act of creation is first an act of destruction and we're going to have to destroy some bad habits to deal with it. And that leads into my other sort of um, thoughts which I mainly want to focus on. Yes, I'm grateful that people listen to the show, but the extent of the response um, from last week um, has, I can't just say, left me concerned. I am alarmed, even frightened at that. Now, I was aware that um, 
you know, there had been this sense of a disconnect, a divide, a gulf, people not feeling heard, abandoned, etc. In you know, from the top end of um, Rainbow Town to the bottom. But it seems that the queer enormous response that the show has had um, has made me, as I say, alarmed at the extent of that gulf. It is huge out there. People are feeling really um, unheard. And I've got to spend a bit of time on that and try to analyse it, but also want to spend some time on how we move forward. There are also a few points from Saturday week meeting, July the 1st, that I missed and also need coverage. Well, here we are in NAIDOC week, and one person um, wrote into me afterwards and said that the uh, made concerns about acknowledgement of country. Now, there's been a couple of differing reports here. I'm, someone said there wasn't one. I think... There was a mumbled one five minutes in, which isn't good enough. People of all genders, including but not listening to ladies and including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. No, we will listen to ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Of course, we want to listen. Um, And if you want to get in touch with the show um, and um, um, I will listen to you out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. The new permanent text number um, Obviously, evolution happens somewhat in terms of telcos. Um, 61456 751 215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for the um, notification on my Facebook page and out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. So clearly there's a lot to be heard there. Um, So that was one concern, and that was brought up. It was also brought up that... um, to people's knowledge, there were no even individuals representing original inhabitants in the room. And that's, to me, a major um, hashtag fail, um, if that was the case. Surely there could have been someone there just to make sure those perspectives were noted. I, you know, I don't have that life experience, but other people um, you know, do, um, that sort of thing. There was also another group who I think has been disenfranchised, um, and um, that is people working in the sex industry. I was at the original consultations run by a corporate accounting firm, and believe me, I know about corporate accounts. Um, this is one where thera- it's good that therapy works. I'm now largely an ex-accountant. Um, I'm free of it now. Um, but I know about how corporate accountants work and they're very left brain and that sort of thing. And so um, there was talk at that consultation way back in February last year of um, asking university campuses for space, which immediately elicited a response from a representative of people working in the sex industry and trigger warning coming up for anti-sex worker prejudice. And why did it elicit a response? It seems that a big issue for people working in the sex industry uh, um, is the issue that when some administrators and um, higher professors find out people are past or present sex workers, they throw the people out of courses like medicine or law, claiming that, and these are my words, but I'm pretty sure they're representative, that people working in the sex industry are not moral or ethical enough to be doing those courses. Now, I'm sorry to have to repeat that, but that's what apparently is happening. And so no wonder sex workers are not going to want to go to a supposedly safe queer space on a uni campus. Um, Well, the thing that got me is when we started tracking down some newsletters late last year from the Pride Centre board, and I want to come to that point, 
they mentioned they had approached uni campuses and this was confirmed Saturday week ago. So another group that's been ignored. And another point that came out of last week was a somewhat, well, I could be polite and say blasé, but it came across as cynical or dismissive approach to communication from Jude Munro, the chair of the Pride Centre Board. He said, mumbled something about, oh, well, I've been on Joy and put out a couple of newsletters, but what do we do? Ah, uh, that's not good enough. Well, Jude, um, there is a voice for you here on 3CR, and it may not be as sycophantic as Joy, and I've, um, I'm going to have to be frank, I don't think Joy is going to give a balanced coverage of this, given that they are a major partner in the Pride Centre. So, Jude, come on 3CR, and hey, Jude, don't be afraid. We can take a sad song and make it better. Happy 75th birthday to Paul McCartney. Um, anyway... So lots of other issues that came out of it. Another thing that happened, um, it seems that in conversation with a trans woman, by goodness, she was told too that she is a complainer when she's just trying to point out concerns and come up with solutions. Um, and that's a, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, big issue that um, comes comes along for us. And that we do have these, you know, um, these con- these concerns. Um, sorry, just lost the train of thought there for a second. Anyway, um, we'll get back on the train. So, yeah, um, huge issues. Um, so, Jude, come on this show or come on, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, um, in your face or queering there. And I've got to give um, credit to them. They talk more about the divide, I think, even that I do. I sort of try to, it's a tough call to balance the realism of our, the reality of our community and the positivity um, that we need to keep going. Um, But I'm going to have to think about that in light of the events of the last week. Um, But the couple of things that have come out of it already is I've never seen in my entire 22 years a mood like this in the trans community. Yes, there's one of frustration, but after last week on two counts it seems like there's been a real galvanizing of the trans community here in Victoria both not just in relation to the pride center but the issues of trans exclusionary revolutionary feminists even the more we'll say staid laid back diplomatic restrained people in the trans community are just over that sort of attitude that it could invade a rainbow space um you know there's so much to this but I'm going to take a break there um, and we'll have some more music um, also from um, Neil Murray, um, who um, whose opening track, um, Eddie Marbo, was from The Wondering Kind. thought I'd do um, two tracks um, from Neil, um, who's a great supporter of our um, original inhabitants. And here's a track which is absolutely one of my favourites. Um, it was from a single and an album in, about, in the early 90s, Holy Road, 3CR. 855amdigital3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Genocide here is a lot more sneaky than it is in Rwanda or other places around the world. It's one thing whitefellas learnt in the last 200 years to be very sneaky about their genocide. You look at the 38 nations that were here before white settlement and then you count up the numbers that are still surviving, still out there doing their business on their country. Well, there's only 25 left, so what happened to the other 13? Let's talk about the Black GST. Genocide to be stopped, 
sovereignty acknowledged and treaties made. Tune in to Fire First every Wednesday from 11am till 12 midday on 3CR with Robbie Thorpe. Hi, it's Paul Kelly here. Hi, this is Shane Howard here, asking you to support 3CR. Independent radio station, encouraging independent music and independent thought. They've been supporting musicians for more than 30 years, so let's support them. Indeed, um, some great supporters there um, of our original inhabitants in NADOC week. Paul Kelly and Shane Howard, and a track from, um, well, a very close friend of Paul Kelly. Uh, that's a bit cryptic. I'm coming up later in the show. So stay tuned for some um, more music of that nature. Um, we heard prior to the messages from Neil Murray, The Holy Road. Well, feels like we're on some sort of road to somewhere. <clears throat> but I think if we don't look back a little at where we've come and where we are now, we might um, be quite clear on where we're going forward. Uh, my mind travels some bizarre roads at times, um, as people who put up with my warped sense of punning know, and my references to um, 60s, 70s and 80s television. Well, you're about to get one of them now, um, and one of them is, um, you know, sort of, um, well, um, is from the Brady Bunch. Not the 70s show where they were all cutie-weedy-whittle kids, but go to just a bit forward to the 80s where by this time all the original kids as they were were all grown up. Um, four had partners and two of those um, couples had had kids of their own. Um, so a very Brady Christmas was the telly movie. I think it was released in about 1986 or maybe 87 or 8. doesn't really matter. And I want to think of the image at the end where they're sitting down to Christmas dinner. And, well, you've got two tables of people. You've got all of the adults bar one, poor Cindy, are up at the big dining room table with the big chairs and Cindy's stuck with the kids at a little table nearer the floor. Well, that's beginning to me to feel like um, that's where the so-called LGBTI community is at. We've got gay and lesbian at the big dining room table. We're in the same room. We're sort of allowed to be there. But the conversation is sort of going... You know, we're not being listened to because we have to shout up. Um, you know, it's sort of like, um, you know, hang on, what's going on here? Well, um, bizarre as that image is, it's sort of how it feels, you know, that there now is this divide in the community. So how do we get to all sit at the table equally? If we've got people who just say, look, here's something you mightn't have thought of and we want to um, resolve it, but who are being told they're complainers, then there's some deep subconscious bias going on. It's still there. It's coming up for two years this week since I was on a panel, um, which actually is just thanks to um, uh, Melina, um, one of our correspondents who's just emailed me something, um, is going to be quite timely. The panel was called um, um, Are We Over the Rainbow Yet? Now, we, of course, know that there's a heck of a lot that we haven't done, and Melina's emailed me an article from yesterday's The Saturday paper called The Fight After Marriage Equality. Well, of course, it's a fight that needs to happen now on everything. We can't just ignore everything. This talks about trans issues. I do, as much as I have a lot of respect for Sally Rugg, um, have to um, raise one concern about her. Um, and she says the next fo greater focus will be on transgender rights after marriage equality is passed. And she, yes, she um, yeah, and she says there are many restrictions that trans people face. Well, it's got to be happening now. 
we can't wait. We can't afford to lose more people than we already have. Um, and sorry, um, if there is someone ringing in wanting to comment on 94198377, I'm the only person, uh, it would seem, who's in the, bu- in the building. Da, 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 da. Um, so I can't take your call. Please call back um, during the music, um, and I will um, try to have a chat to you off air if you want. Um, so, yeah, um, people are on to this. Um, so I don't believe that trans issues can wait and the panel I was on two years ago, a, as far as I know, someone who is a cisgender gay man said, we will do marriage first and then we will do other things later. My emphasis on the four words, I emphasised, who's we? Who's speaking for whom? Now, people, we're going to get into solutions in a second. But, um, you know, um, another th- um, there's one more aspect, I suppose, or at least probably many more that I want to mention. The approach that's been taken up until now by those that has been dominant in gay and lesbian thinking of assimilationism, which I often describe as, hey, look, we're just like you heterosexuals, except we're homosexual, don't tell anyone. It doesn't work for bi and trans. I mean, our looks sometimes mean we don't fit expectations. Bi people go beyond binaries. Um, So do many other things. Unfortunately, this assimilationism um, has gone too far. One of the people who contacted me was an original 78 who was quite honoured that their spirit was invoked, um, uh, which is great. And we need that back because a few of the assimilationist types have assimilated too much and forgotten about the fact that there are others still, you know, where there's you know, far less equality and equity. If I wanted to um, really push it, it reminds me, you know, and you also get obscure World Wrestling Entertainment references on this show, um, WrestleMania 20, the crowd chant during the infamous Le- um, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar match, you sold out, you sold out. Well, it seems some of them have. Um, you know, you're all right now. Well, some of us aren't. And this article in the Saturday paper, though, does focus on all the other things. Um, um, it's written by Caleb um, Triscari, a, a writer and a former editor of the Melbourne Uni um, student newspaper Farago. Um, pretty good article overall, even if you disagree with a couple of details of the comments. So, um, of course, um, access to HIV and PrEP, as mentioned, I do not claim to be an expert on HIV. Um, James on In Your Face, I think, would have um, you know more um, stuff, um, information on that. Um, and talks about, you know, we're talking intersectionality, HIV in the Northern Territory disproportionately high. So let's look at this. You know, we've come from this assimilationist path. Now people are sort of half letting other parts of the community into the main room, but not really listening. And this was where we get to a few possible solutions. By no means all. There needs to be cultural change. Um, And it's not just up to, it shouldn't be just up to us who are concerned to bridge out, often we hear phrases like, you people need to um, um, engage. Well, hey, why is it up to us? It's got to be done equally. And it's interesting, very little response yet from the Pride Centre or others up high um, to last week's show, and that's disconcerting. So I'm going to ask people to do one thing. The podcast for this show will go up um, in a few hours. Please start sending this and the podcast to of last week's show to um, you know, sort of Department of Premier and Cabinet to Martin Foley to Roe Allen. You know, this has got to come to people's attention about how people are feeling and we can 
head this off at the pass, to use the old Western analogy. Gosh, I'm a pop culture, a bad pop culture person. Better get up to date with some of it, hadn't I? I'm about to subscribe to Netflix. I feel so 2015. So we've got issues. And Melina, thank you again for putting that article um, through. Um, because, um, and um, yes, you're welcome. Um, another email coming through. So, yeah, we've got a problem here. Um, but we've got to get the communication going. Otherwise, well, talking 78ers and Stonewall, we won't. We can resolve this without bricks and bottles. But and really, it comes down to well, to borrow a phrase from another community that's often unrep- underrepresented and misrepresented, polyamory. Their motto being communicate, communicate, communicate. Step two, repeat. Step one. Um, well, I think we need to do that. But communication. Well, it's not just binary, whatever, is anything ever. Yes, one side talks and the other listens and then you swap roles. But the problem is it seems that it's not good enough to listen. There needs to be the proverbial feedback loop to make sure we're heard and then we come up with win-win solutions. Um, you know, and I'm particularly concerned about sex workers. Um, you know, I've, um, you know, a few, some months ago on the police show on Joy, the um, relevant police sec, um, unit dealing with sex workers on was on was interviewed with no sex workers in the room, and apparently that unit is well not well regarded by people working in the sex industry. The one thing, as I said, um, is that the trans community has galvanised on all of these issues, including that of lesbian separatist feminists, and there's I suppose a few points to come out of that. It's interesting they have a go at trans women, but they're going to be going into a space if they want to be in the Pride Centre with organisations whose cultures are highly male and masculine dominated, to put it mildly, being VAC and Joy. Interesting they don't have a go at them. And this is another thing we've got to get rid of. I was talking about this with one of my own health professionals during the week. And they said, when are people going to just do some personal growth and stop dumping their stuff on other people and face their issues? which would be a damn good motto for a lot of people in society. We've all got a right to our views and our feelings, but you don't dump them on someone else. You deal with them. Um, and so we've got some work to do. But I'd really like to hear from people. Um, and so please um, send in your messages, emails, etc. Um, and you know, to the person who may have been, if you're wanting to talk to me, about to go to a track, so just hang on a second. Um, and, well... Maybe Alison Moye from the ALF album of the early 80s has the answer. Maybe we need a love resurrection. 3CR, 855am, digital3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am, digital3cr.org.au. Alison Moye from the ALF album um, of the early 80s and um, a love resurrection. And yeah, we need that. Um, well, not just on within the queer community, but on so many levels. Um, yeah, um, just can't uh, get my little um, pea brainers to, or my fading eyesighters to which year it was, but definitely early 80s after Yazoo broke up. Melina's, um, hey Melina, a couple more emails. Um, class exists in the queer community. Well, um, yes, I agree. Um, there is certainly that, um, a sense of, classism, um, middle and upper class, and some people who, well, I don't know what exactly words they use, but um, class does seem to come into it. You know, we've had people assimilate into the middle class, and that's all very well, but I wanted, I don't, don't want to assimilate or stay separate. 
I don't want to be just like a heterosexual. I want to be me. That's my right. And so I think that that, I question the question, I suppose, when um, some people say that. I remember years ago, a politician at an LGBTQI event said, you people have to make up your mind. Well, we don't, and not, and because heterosexual people don't, and it's not up to us. And I don't think it's about assimilation or being separate. We have a right to live our lives fully. I often use the analogy of those people who migrated to Australia in the 50s and 60s of I will use the phrase Mediterranean background, including, say, Italian and Greek, and the names they were called and the stigma they faced. Um, you know, it's, it seems almost bizarre to repeat some of that stigma, but they were told things like, well, you can only run fish and chips, all you're good for is to run fish and chip shops and fruit shops and um, do manual labour. Believe it or not, that's what they were told. And I remember hearing from someone of Turkish background at a forum I'm not a GLBTI one, a more broader community one, who said, well, to heck with that, and now it runs their very own very business very successfully. So, of course, we have a right to be whatever we want, and this is, the, to me, the true meaning of diversity is not assimilationism. It's where we hold space for everyone. I often put it as that we're all trying to, um, you know, live our lives to our maximum potential, Um we all just want to be with people we love, be happy, healthy. Maybe some of us want to be rich and maybe some of us want a glass of something at the end of the week to celebrate our week's work, if we have a work. But sometimes some of us don't get that. Um, yet we're all taking different paths to get there in terms of your occupation, whether you're someone who's a gardener or a doctor or a, an accountant or a hairdresser or whatever it is, um, or an artist, whichever it's all a good path. If you're you know, using your unique skills, go for it. Um, how you do your relationships, monogamous or polyamorous, um, gay, lesbian, bi, pan, heterosexual, as long as, again, you're you know, just living your life and not harming anyone else. And I think that's the ultimate aim of diversity. And some people don't get that. Um, you know, it's about, you know, we want the same outcome, which is the best outcome for all people. We all need different paths to get there. It comes from the concept in care of individual centered care well there's lots of queer news in the papers this morning talking as well as the um you know saturday um, paper article sorry just having to reach over but um it's a packed studio um the hun page nine um well one has to look at the reporting deep divisions will again be exposed in the liberal party as a backbencher has revealed he's been drafting a private member's bill to legalize well, to quote the article, gay marriage, and of course I would add to that sick, uh, SIC, um, Dean Smith, who is a Liberal Western Australian senator who's out gay, um, and I have met him. He's a, I've got to say, he's a very decent guy, um, you know, um, you know, just very courteous and respectful. I was at a round table on aged care with him a few years ago, and he didn't, he said he didn't, but he learnt, he didn't know a lot about bi and trans, but he learnt stuff. Um, and I don't mind if people don't know, just um, if you don't know that you don't know and you're not willing to learn, that's where it's a problem. So, yeah, um, he said the lack of movement on the marriage issue had become an embarrassment for the nation. Um, and so the, he said the bill was well advanced and was taking it to the party room in the near future, which we hoped would allow for a parliamentary vote before the end of the year. He said the bill would allow for exemptions for religious and other celebrants who did not want two people of, quote, the same sex to marry. Well, you know, I can I can I can happily live with the religious um, one for ministers of religion, but a civil celebrant is part of civil law. And the moment you start giving those sort of exemptions, it means 
the fight's not really over because then you've got to clean it up later on. Um, and this is the dangers of some exemptions. But I'll give him credit for giving it a shot, and I hopefully those sorts of things can be debated in Parliament. Um, I also, of course, the word same-sex, um, something that always shocks people in training and education is we, we talk about... Um, the issues facing trans and intersex people, forced divorce, which the recent fabulous UN case and New South Wales trans woman G, who I do have a reasonable idea who it is, I must track G down somehow. Um, and um, yeah, um, so, um, you know, sort of that, those issues, but also there are some people, some intersex people, but also some people in the ACT who have something other than male or female on their birth certificate and marriage at the moment being between 1M and 1F. Well, if you've got something else, you can't marry at all, which is why we don't like same-sex marriage equality in Australia is a better term. Um, Melina has, Melina, um, you're quite right, the CEO of Sky News is the son of a Greek migrant. Um, the irony in that, and this is another issue, you often see some of those Mediterranean migrants sort of over-assimilate, and it's interesting how now some of them are anti-Islam. I just find that pretty bizarro world. Um, so, yeah, that's one issue in the news. There's two others um, over to the Sunday Age, which talks about divisions in the... Liberal Party on the um, the State Liberal Party on Safe Schools, page no, uh, five of the Sunday Age. Um, Matthew Guy um, planning to scrap the Safe Schools program um, with a quote genuine anti-bullying initiative. Well, see, instantly when you say anti-bullying initiative, and New South Wales already had a anti-bullying initiative. The problem was, which is why Safe Schools started, was that um, you know people would do anti-LGBTI bullying and say a teacher would say, well, stop that, and they'd go, why? And the teacher would go, don't know what to do. And that's why we need LGBTI-specific measures. And a lot of the material in safe schools, you know, the the teeth exercise, that sort of thing, you know, how you weren't allowed to show your teeth. Imagine if you went to another planet where you couldn't. Um, All those sorts of things are, you know, valid for a lot of groups, you know, where you face difference and people face stigma. Um, but it seems at the State Liberal Party that a new Liberal gay, Pride gay group, headed by Federal Minister Christopher Pines, advisor Rory Grant, met with, met with the State Opposition Education spokesperson Nick Wakeling, but Conservative Liberals are holding information forums, and yes, that is in inverted commas, and rightly so. Thanks, Farah Thomason, for, and editors for the Sunday Edge for getting that right. And I know the Chinese community, um, there was one that was reported on there. Um, huge issue. And um, listen to what um, Mr Wakeling says. They're committed to scrapping safe schools and replacing it with a comprehensive anti-bullying program that focuses on respect and tolerance for all people. Don't you love tolerance? We're going to put up with people who are different. Gee, how nice. And acceptance isn't any better. That implies there's something to accept. Let's celebrate diversity, as as has been mentioned. Um, and some liberals are concerned that LGBTI students could suffer. Well, balanced journalism there, many people would know that we would. Um, when you've had over 160 trans people in Victorian schools, um, you know, sort of transition, and that includes a few teachers, and they're now living happier, healthy lives. Um, well, you know, we've seen what happens when people are stuck um, in schools um, in the wrong space. And the other one in today's 
Sunday Age is, well, a big article on the Rural Roadshow. Now, there's every certainty for me that um, it's a whole, goodness me, um, you know, two to three pages worth of um, the Sunday Age from page 23 onwards, um, lots of pics of people. Um, and well, I'm going to link it back to the earlier story. And yes, look, the Roadshow is a, a, overall a good initiative, but the details, um, you know, are not good. But um, um, the um, there's a, a couple of bits in here, um, um, you know, that I think are linked back. Um, it talks about Mildura Mayor Glenn Milne, who... Um, um, you know, was highly critical of safe schools. I won't repeat the remarks. And um, Alan, um, Roe Allen, Commissioner, decided to have a coffee um, with Milne and says she got hammered for meeting him, but that's my job. I can't just go to places and meet everyone who thinks like I think. Uh, hello? <laughs> um, uh, you know, what about the complainers? Um, yeah, um, and Roe, if you've got that approach, that's great, but it seems not enough in the Pride Centre and Victorian Government have that approach. Um, and there are other concerns about the roadshow, to, to be honest, um, that, yeah, I understand regional people don't want city people telling them what to do, and they wanted local people to tell their stories, that's all very well for gay and lesbian, but I'm sorry, there's still not enough understanding, in my opinion, of bi, trans, and gender diverse, and probably intersex. And if they're not, they're going to probably have. There's probably less locals around regional Victoria who could tell those stories. I know there are some great ones like Tina Healy in Stall, who's now got another uh, alphabet soup night, cafe night happening up there, which is sensational. Um, I just think you know, these are the things we need to be considering. Um, and so, yeah, lots of news this week. But, yeah, the Roadshow, a good initiative, but um, for sure, but just, you know, a few details. Um, a bi person put up their hand to go on one of the first ones and never heard anything back. Is that a communication gap or is it biphobia? I don't know. Um, a trans person on the first Roadshow was the only trans person on the Roadshow I was told one morning, oh, well, there's not enough people from the locals to meet with, so you'll have to um, not attend a meeting. Um, sorry, someone else should have been told to pull out. Um, so, yeah, a few issues going on there. But, look, the aim of the roadshow is certainly worthwhile. Just about how we clean this up, but it means listening equally, I suppose, to bi, trans and intersex. Finally, I said I would comment um, on the German marriage issue. Um, and it's, you know, sort of, well, um, thanks again, Melina, for all your emails and for pop um, popping along the Saturday paper article, The Fight After Marriage Equality. Well, um you know, you've got a hand. I think a credit needs to go to Angela Merkel here. She brought on a conscience vote regardless of her own view. She voted against marriage in the end. Um, and whilst that may be a little disappointing that a leader didn't, um, at least she brought on the conscience vote. And this is where there needs to be separation of the two parts within the federal liberal and national parties that, you know, let everyone have their own conscience Um and, you know, bring on a reasonable vote, um, you know, and then we can get, well, something done, you know, obviously debate needing to happen on the issue of exemptions for civil celebrants and, you know, the the cake store owners. I would be surprised if any cake store owner didn't want to, um, you know, bake a cake for someone. Um, interestingly, I heard yesterday how about a chain of cake stores. Someone last year wanted a rainbow-coloured cake and it wasn't 
on their specific sort of standard options, but now it is. So there's an answer to that one. <laughs> Yay for rainbow cake. Yay for any cake. Um, cheesecake. Anyway, I digress. So, yeah, um, good on you, Angela Merkel, for bringing it on and getting it done. The mood in Germany is ecstatic. There's still some um, bureaucratic hurdles to go through, so it hasn't been proclaimed yet, and so we won't see the pics of happy couples of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen, we hope, um, you know, sort of for a couple of months, but it's pretty much all done and dusted there. Um, I couldn't quite find a song of German background to talk about, um, um, Kraftwerk's Autobahn and 99 Luftballoons by um, Nina didn't quite seem right, so I ignored that one. But good on you, Germany. Um, I've had a low and brow for you. Um, I might have another one um, at some point. Oops, sorry, cash for comments. A German beer of some sort. I'd better have a break um, and have a glass of water off air. Um, in the meantime, well, I said I'd have a Paul Kelly song that um, talked about gender. Um, well, Paul Kelly's close friend, Professor Ratbaggy, um, came up with this one um, some years ago um, from the album Professor Ratbaggy, Manish Woman, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with... Do you live in Darabin? Darabin Council is here to help you in whichever language you speak. If you have a question about your rates, rubbish collection or any council matter, call us on our multilingual telephone line on 8470-8470 to speak with one of our officers or an interpreter. Or you can visit us at our office in Preston, Reservoir or Northcote. Call us on 8470-8470 or come and see us. A 3CR supporter. As Prime Minister of Australia, I am sorry. Coming live to you from the Aboriginal Ten Embassy in Canberra as part of the Sorry Day Convergence. And here comes Gilla. How you going, Gilla? How's it going, Gav? How's it going, uh, all you listeners down Melbourne? And you're missing a great time up here and uh, a great day. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio station bringing you coverage of community issues and events. We need your support. Call 9 419 8377 and subscribe today. We can't face the future now until we face the sorrow. I feel hopeful. I feel grateful. I feel sorry. As an Aboriginal person, let me shake your hand. Thanks very much for being here today. Thank you very much. No worries. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand. Thanks for listening to Out of the Pan. Um, well, I wanted to talk a little today about uh, um, trans role models, but um, not going to get there unfortunately. Um, time's run out. This was in the light of um, the um, LCD sound systems, Gavin Russum, and um, no feminine um, other name as yet. So. Um, Gavin Russell's come out as a trans woman, so but um, an article here on one site, Pitchfork, um, totally using female pronouns, which is fantastic. Um, so it can be, for some people, a challenging thing to do to use female pronouns with a male-sounding name or names that perhaps don't um, fit our expectations about gender, but this article has done that well. And so, yeah, great to see visibility. Um, the article mentions how there may be, Gavin mentions how there may be concerns about 
um, people who are fans of LCD or Gavin's music who don't have any experience about trans um, and there may be prejudice. Well, I can tell you that one of my friends who is into electronic music, unlike yours truly, hello, classic rock Sally Goldner, um, you know, sort of is saying it's caused a huge positive buzz um, in electronic music circles, which is great to hear. Very quickly, before I um, zap off and make way for Freedom of Species, Poly Discussion Group for Polyvic on this Tuesday, Trans Anxiety Group in at Carlton on Wednesday, Bent TV still rocking on for another six months on Friday. Um, other things, what are happening? Um, I think that just about gets us through. Um, yeah, um, so... Um, um, a couple of weeks away for um, the southwest, southwest of Salem event at Solidarity um, Salon. So better leave it there. Well, thanks everyone for um, tuning in again. Thanks to all your support of the show. Thanks to Melina for all your um, communication and tuning in today. Muchos apreciatos. Um, take it out today. Well, I know some people are sort of hanging for, um, you know, sort of um, summer but um, for those who like winter, well, one person um, who's described in this song is um, Dave Steele. Um, and just quickly, Melina said the Liberal Party has an identity crisis like some of the gay individuals were as well. Time for the party to split. Can't some of these gay small L liberals cross the floor? I'd have to agree that's a fair comment. But I better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Take it out with as much as I can of Dave Steele and the dreams of Blue Joanna. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan on Sally Goldner and I'll catch you next week.